Hi there, this is Taylor checking in with some conservation news from the past couple weeks for Pelicanus and Intentional Ecology. Working in the environmental field is an experience of some very high highs and some low lows. As always, there are horrendous environmental stories that deserve our attention, action, and mobilization. But it is our opinion that you can find those headlines in many places. But there are also empowering and inspiring stories that demonstrate major conservation successes from around the globe, achieved by real people who have grouped together to create a better planet. We've been collecting these stories and messages every week for years, and I'm still surprised at how resilient and creative both nature and humans are when facing big challenges. We have some great headlines today. I have separated them into three categories that I am calling legislation, rewilding, and money. The first headline is the only one in the legislation category, and it is from Reuters.com. Virginia lawmakers vote to ban offshore oil drilling. Virginia's Democratic-led lawmakers passed a bill to block future oil and gas development off the state's coastline. The bill prohibits infrastructure such as pipelines or gathering systems in state waters that could be used to transport oil and gas drilled in federal waters to Virginia's shores. It also repeals a state policy to support U.S. efforts to explore for offshore oil and gas. This is a great move uh, from Virginia. I know a lot of different states are looking at this, so it's, it's pretty terrific that they've taken this step. All right, in the rewilding category, um, all three headlines are about birds. All three headlines um, pretty much telling the same story. And uh, each one of them is, is truly remarkable. So the first one is out of Oregon Zoo uh, from OregonZoo.org. Uh, Oregon Zoo has first condor egg of 2020. The first several eggs of 2020 arrived at the center, and keepers hope to see more throughout the month. There are 14 condor pairs at the Conservation Center this year, more than any previous season. California condor breeding programs are also operated at San Diego Zoo's Wild Animal Park, the Los Angeles Zoo, and the Peregrine Fund's World Center for Birds of Prey in Idaho. The California condor was one of the original animals included on the 1973 Endangered Species Act and is classified as critically endangered. In 1982, only 22 individuals remained in the wild, and by 1987, the last condors were brought into human care in an attempt to save the species from extinction. Thanks to recovery programs like the Oregon Zoos, the world's California condor population now totals more than 517 birds, most of which are flying free. Um, and if you haven't listened to uh, our Pelicanus episode about that, uh, our conservation conversation episode about that, it's really great. Uh, Austin uh, had the opportunity to go talk to folks uh, doing condor restoration. It's really worth a listen. All right, the next headline. The once endangered echo parakeet has officially been downlisted too vulnerable from just 12 birds in 1970 to 800 today. Uh, from birdlife.org. In this year's red list update, 
the echo parakeet moved from endangered to vulnerable, an impressive recovery for a species that once numbered just a dozen birds. In the 1970s, there were around a dozen echo parakeets remaining. Uh, like its famous meridian cousin, the dodo, it was heading for extinction. Fast forward 40 years and the species has made a remarkable comeback with nearly 800 birds now in the wild. This is the second species the organization has recovered so significantly, and it shows that concerted and prolonged conservation work pays off. The species has been downlisted on the red list twice this century, from critically endangered to endangered in 2007 and then to vulnerable in 2019. Hopefully we can see that just increasing. And the last headline in the rewilding category is from Guam. Uh, Guam rails are no longer extinct in the wild. Envydaily.com says that they were declared extinct in the wild for nearly 40 years. The bird was, in late 2019, classified critically endangered, according to a news update by animal keeper Erica Royer, posted at the Smithsonian Conservation Biology Institute. The rail used to be common in Guam, with about 60,000 to 80,000 birds there during the late 60s and early 70s. There are now about 200 birds living and producing offspring on Rota. The species was almost lost entirely due to predation by the invasive brown tree snake. It's believed that the snake was accidentally introduced to Guam by military cargo ships after World War II. Biologists from Guam's Department of Aquatic and Wildlife Resources began an effort to save the Guam rail in the early 1980s, capturing the last 17 birds to start a breeding and recovery program. And in 2010, 16 Guam rails were released on Cocos Island, a small, uninhabited daytime resort island one mile south of Guam, and the population of 60 to 80 Guam rails there is flourishing and considered self-sustaining. Yeah, so all three stories, pretty similar, uh, each one unique in its own way, but I think it tells a larger story that this rewilding project is possible and we can do this. All right, the last category, each one of these is impressive in its own way as well. This is the money category. All right, the first one is from sierraclub.org. Following Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan Chase announcements, Wells Fargo rejects funding drilling in the Arctic. Wells Fargo has released an update to its environmental policy ruling out funding for oil and gas projects in the Arctic region, including the Arctic National Wildlife Refuge. The update does not make improvements to the bank's other oil and, gra oil and gas financing policies, though. The 2019 Banking on Climate Change report lists Wells Fargo as the world's top banker of fracked oil and gas and the second largest funder of fossil fuels overall. The release of this change to the bank's policy comes in the wake of similar announcements by Goldman Sachs and J.P. Morgan Chase, as well as more than a dozen global banks. This is huge news and Really great work from the Sierra Club and so many of the other uh, organizations that have been working on this for a very long time. The next headline is very similar to the headline coming out of Harvard last time. This is uh, from Brown University. 
Brown University sells 90% of fossil fuel investments. Brown decreases their fossil fuel investments from 69 to 0.9% of their endowment. The process of selling investments in fossil fossil fuel companies began in October 2017 and is due in part to the accelerating decline in the cost of alternative energy sources and escalating uncertainty in the economic future of fossil fuels that the investment office made the decision to sell these investments, Dietz wrote. Um, I love this next part. People know that this sector is dying and it's just not a good long-term investment. It carries too much risk for the endowment. That is a... That's a strong statement. It's good to see her say that. And the final headline I think is one of the biggest. This is uh, this is coming out of D.C. Senators reach a $2 billion deal to boost conservation and parks. Senate leaders have reached an election year deal to double spending on a popular conservation program and devote more than a billion dollars a year to clear a growing maintenance backlog at national parks. The deal, announced Wednesday by senators from both parties, would spend about $2.2 billion per year on conservation and outdoor recreation projects and park maintenance across the country. If approved by Congress and signed by the President, the bill will be the most significant conservation legislation enacted by Congress in nearly half a century. The program uses federal royalties from offshore oil and gas drilling to pay for conservation and public recreation projects around the country. The 55-year-old fund is authorized to collect $900 million a year, but generally receives less than half that amount from Congress. So really great headlines. Um, It's always a pleasure to collect these and to see this really good work, um, this hard work that people around the world are putting into it. So thanks so much. Looking forward to next time.